welcome to TAP, the awesome podcast. My name is Claire Turner and I'm an EFT practitioner, manifestation and mindset coach, the founder of Claire Turner EFT, the creator of Eight Weeks to Weight Loss and the From Doubt to Clout courses. Now, I am obsessed with helping women to overcome feelings of self-doubt and to grow into the awesome and empowered goddesses that they truly are. Now, if you are looking to tap into your divine right to success and abundance, then you have come to the right place, my friend. My goal within this podcast is to help you see your infinite potential, to tap into your personal power and be, do and have whatever you dream of. Thank you so much for pressing play. We're going to have so much fun. Let's get going. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you are well, fine and dandy. It is a super sunny day outside here in the UK. For maybe the next hour. (laughs) It is almost, one might say, a perfect day. Or is it? Or is it? Oh, I segued nicely. into my topic du jour. <laughs> I want a morning morning. I want to talk about perfectionism. Ah, perfectionism. Are you the sort of person who tries to get everything perfect? And I, um, I'm sort of referring to all aspects of your life, really. Are you the sort of person who in work you know, if you're self-employed, you've got your own business, are you trying to get that advert perfect before you get it out? Are you trying to get your marketing perfect? Are you are you trying to do your workbooks or whatever, you know, webinars or whatever it is, absolutely perfectly? And if, in your home life, are you trying to be the perfect mom or dad? Are you trying to be the perfect spouse? Special occasions. Oh, I was, and this is what made me think of um, perfectionism for today. Last night, I um I broke out the Baileys. Love a bit of Baileys. <laughs> I broke out the Baileys, but I'd also got some uh, little mini Christmas cake bites because I love me a bit of a bit of Christmas cake. And so, with the combination of Baileys, which is one usually drinks at Christmas, with the combination of Baileys and the little Christmas cake bites, I felt super Christmassy. And uh, it got me thinking about all these sort of big events that we have, all these special days that we have, you know, birthdays, christenings, Christmas, weddings, and the pressure we put on ourselves to have the perfect day, the perfect day. And actually, actually thinking of that is what has led me on to, to talk about it this morning. Because the first thing I want to ask you is if you are, if you class yourself as a perfectionist, um, first off, I'd invite you to rethink that because if you use the words, I am, and then follow them up with perfectionist, I am a perfectionist, um, you're kind of stamping your own identity there. And maybe for you, being a perfectionist might be, might feel like a good thing, but I'd like to ask you the question, and it, it was what I was um, starting to talk about a minute ago. Um, perfection for who? 
perfect for who? Whose idea of perfection are we talking about? Because I think we tend to forget that everyone has a different idea of what perfect is. And your idea of perfect is probably very different from the person sat next to you's idea of perfect, who's very different from the person sat next to them, and so on and so forth. So when people start bandying around the term, um, it's going to be the perfect day, you're already setting yourself up to potentially crash down on your ass because perfect for who? Now, I'm pretty certain you're not the sort of person who is like, you know, fuck everyone else. As long as it's my perfect day, that's the main thing. I'm pretty certain you're not that type of person. And yet you're still potentially uttering his words. It's going to be the perfect day, but perfect for who? Perfect for who? And I've noticed that people have got so caught, and I've fallen into this trap as well. People have got so caught up in trying to make the day, make the day or whatever it is, perfect, that they actually end up having a really miserable time because they are so focused on stuff that is going wrong in as far as they're concerned or stuff that may go wrong that they fail to stop and appreciate the stuff that's actually really good and as we all know what you focus on expands so if you start focusing on problems on things that can go wrong then guess what peeps chances are it's gonna happen but you're also you're also trying to make the perfect day in so far as what your idea of the perfect day is. So for to take an example of getting married, you know, you want you and you, your other half to, to have the perfect day, but your other half probably just wants you to have a really happy day. So his idea or her idea of a perfect day would be you being really happy. But because you are so intent on having and making the perfect day that you don't give yourself opportunity to be happy. So although you might think you are succeeding in creating the perfect day, actually for your partner, it's becoming a fucking nightmare day. So perfect for who? Perfect for who? And I see this perfectionism trap, because that's not what I call it, it's a trap. My Admiral Akbar impression, it's a trap. <laughs> Seamless, it's, it's almost as if he's in the room. <laughs> about this word perfectionism whether or not you you term yourself as a perfectionist and this is something I see an awful lot with people I work with so I work with a lot of holistic entrepreneurs and there is this focus on needing things to be perfect before putting them out there And whilst people tell themselves that that's a very noble thing to be thinking because they want things to look lovely, actually, when you get right down to it, when you get down to the brass tacks of the matter, perfectionism is mainly used, and this, I'm only speaking in my experience and what I've done and what I've seen in my clients, but in my experience, perfectionism is used in the main 
as an excuse. As an excuse. Because behind that need to have everything perfect is a fear that you're not good enough. And if you are, to give an example, if you are someone like a holistic entrepreneur or any entrepreneur or anyone, anyone, this could be anyone, but I'm going to use holistic entrepreneurs as my example. And you have a business and you want more clients, you want to help more people. And so you create a piece of lead gen or an advert or something like that. But you never issue it because you keep tweaking it so that it becomes perfect. Can you see how there is something deeper underneath that? Can you see and feel how using perfectionism and having things perfect as an excuse keeps part of you safe? And this is something that I really struggled with at the beginning. And the thing that I realized I was keeping myself safe from was, weirdly, getting clients. (laughs) Oh, the irony. Because I had this, this fear that I wasn't good enough. I was just starting out. And I think whenever you start out in anything, you know, you do, you do have a, a very good awareness that, you know, you're not yet at the top of your game because it takes a number of hours to gain expertise level. So when I first started out, I was very much aware of that. And I already had in the background this belief that I wasn't good enough in some way. And so whilst I made all the right movements, I created all the right things. There was always that little something stopping me from publishing them or going live with them or whatever. And I would hide behind the fact that it wasn't quite perfect, that, you know, the lines weren't quite straight or there weren't commas in the right place. So I'd spelt something wrong and I would just keep pouring over and over and over these things. And the result of that was they would never get out there. They would never get out there. And it actually took a bit of tough love for my other half uh, to to help me realize what it was I was doing. And so I started to use the mantra, done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. And I still do that. (laughs) Done is better than perfect. Because here's the thing, and something I've noticed, and I did this with Kerwin Ray as well, is we had a, had a challenge to create um, an ebook and five videos and advertise them within a certain amount of time. I think it was like 24 hours. And the the sort of bleating that came up was, oh, but the video is not perfect. Ah. Oh, and I stumbled over a word. Oh, oh I did a terrible Admiral Akbar impression. Ah. <laughs> Which of course I didn't, it was fabulous. But that was, that was this sort of bleating that was coming out. <laughs> 
that was the excuses that was coming out. And Kerwin Stone said a very, very good thing, which was get it out there. Get it out there. That's the first thing. I don't care how imperfect it is in your head. Get it out there. And then if it's really important, you will make the time to redo it. If it doesn't actually matter, then you're never going to go back to it. And he was absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. The fear wasn't that people would think the um, the video was shit. The fear, sorry, let's start that again. The fear wasn't that I was worried that the video wasn't enough. The fear was what other people would think. But actually it didn't matter because I created these videos and God, they're far from perfect. They're out there somewhere. I created these videos and got them out there and never did anything else with them. Did they generate any, any clients? No. <laughs> Is that because they weren't perfect? I don't know. I don't know. But that wasn't the point of the exercise. The point of the exercise was to get out of my own head and get the thing out there. Because when you start doing that, when you start getting out of your own way and not worrying about whether or not it's perfect and just getting it out there, you start to dismantle that block. And the easier it becomes to produce content and get yourself visible, which is what you need to do if you need clients or if you want clients. And if you're a holistic entrepreneur, chances are you got into this game to help people, okay, because you are a giver. Lots of people are. Lots of people want to help other people. But here's the thing. You can be as an awesome practitioner or therapist or whatever it is, you could be fucking amazing. You can help everyone that you work with. But if no one knows you're around, if no one knows what you can help them with, if no one knows how to reach you, then you're not helping anybody. You're not helping those people. And why don't they know you're there? Because you can't get out of your own way with regards to whether or not what you're producing is perfect. It doesn't matter. No one really cares. That was a really game-changing thing that I learned. No one really cares. <laughs> no one really cares if you haven't got a comma in the right place, apart from those people like me that get a bit twitchy about it. But you know, not to the extent that we're not going to use the service. No one really cares. I read a book by a mentor of mine um, who's dyslexic. Oh, loads of fucking spelling mistakes. I didn't care because the content was valuable. And that's the thing. Whilst you're pissing around trying to get everything looking pretty, you have valuable content that can help people that you are not getting out there and people are missing out. 
So I'd like you to start, if this is ringing true to you, if this is, you know, if you're thinking, oh, well, it might be me. <laughs> I'd like you to start uttering the mantra, done is better than perfect. Just get it out there. And if, if it's important enough, you can go back to it. You can go back to it. You can always go back to stuff. You can always edit it stuff. You can always change stuff. You can always reshoot videos, but make sure whilst you're pissing around with that, make sure that the content is still out there in the less perfect form. Oh, hello, Claire. <gasps> Claire squared, woo! <laughs> Surround sound Claire in the house. <laughs> Because people need what you have. They need to know what you know because it will help them. So get out of the way because the only one stopping you is you. Done is better than perfect. And here's another thing. And another thing. <laughs> here's another thing. You are never going to be perfect. And I'm sure you already know that, but if you didn't, Sorry, sorry, not sorry. You're never gonna be perfect. You're never gonna be perfect. Stuff you do is never going to be perfect. A, because the person reading it might have a different definition of perfect than you. So in their eyes, it's not perfect, even if you're really happy with it. It's never going to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect. And why the hell would you want to be? Ah, oh, perfect would be so boring. Wouldn't it? Who wants to be perfect? It's the little quirks and foibles that make us all so interesting. So who the fuck wants to be perfect? Don't try to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. And if you are always trying to be perfect, you are always going to be setting yourself up for failure. Always. Because it just can't be done. It is a myth. It is a myth. There's no such thing as perfection because everyone has a different idea of what perfection is. So there we go. <laughs> Happy Thursday. <laughs> but please, my, the thing I want to get across here in my ramblings is please don't let your fears get in, in the way of you helping other people. And actually, this is my, we asked our, one of our members of staff to do a video. Um, and there was this look of sheer panic <laughs> went across their face. And the, the fear that came out of their mouth was, oh, it won't be very good. I'm not, I don't know, I haven't done that before. It won't be very good. Well, of course it won't be very good. You haven't done it before. It's going to be shit. And you know what? That's all right. We're all shit when we start at something. We're all, I mean, you know, we didn't try to start walking and do it perfectly the first time. We were all absolutely horrendous at work at walking when we first tried it. If I look back on my original lives, when I first started doing lives, I mean, obviously they're awesome now, sometimes. <laughs> But when I look back at my early attempts, oh my God, 
call the cringe brigade. Um, you know, I'm not saying they're wonderful now. They're by no means. And I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be perfect. I'm just sitting here talking to you about shit that comes up for me. But the point of the, the point I'm trying to make here is that when you first start at something, when you first begin doing something, it's going to be a bit shit. And that's where we start hiding behind the need to be perfect because... When we start doing something new, we are stepping out of our comfort zone, which, oh, scary, scary shit. And so then we start to bring up this, oh, it's going to be perfect. I can't do it until it's perfect. I can't do a live until I've got it. I can word perfect and something. Just do it. Because, <laughs> just do it. Because the more you do it, the better you'll get. The more you do something, the more experience you get, the better you get. But you're not going to get that if you're hiding behind perfect. So elbow perfect out of the way. And just go for stuff. Just do it. And if you are worried about doing it, if you are feeling the fear, that is when you bring EFT in. Super effective at bringing down nerves. And just tap for it even though I'm really scared about doing this because of what people might think of me. Do you know what? I'm going to be really brave. I'm going to do it anyway. And that's what's so good about doing lives. Is they're live. There's no backsies. <laughs> if I fuck this up royally, that's it. It's out there. That's cool. It's exciting. Have I fucked stuff up? Of course I have. <laughs> I'm probably doing it right now. But you're never going to be perfect. So stop trying. You're wasting an awful lot of time trying to be something that is a myth. And actually, something I've also noticed. <laughs> totally, Claire. Yeah. Sharpen the elbows and get to that perfectly imperfect. Love it. But perfect is a myth. And something else that I have noticed, and there's been researched on this as well. So I'm not just I'm not just putting this out of my arse. People respond better to other people when there are imperfection, imperfections. You know what I mean? When the things aren't perfect. Because if you are, if you look perfect, if you seem perfect, I don't know about you, but that can bring a lot of other people down. It's like, I can't work with them, they're perfect. <gasps> I'm not that good, I can't go near that. And actually it's very discouraging. No one really wants to be next to someone that they think is the perfect person who appears to be utterly perfect because it makes us feel bad because <laughs> we're not that. So first off, stop comparing yourself. But don't, perfect isn't the be all and end all. It's not the thing you, th- you might think it is. So as Claire, as Claire so rightly says, not me, Claire, Claire in comments. <laughs> Elbowing perfect out of the way and get and going for perfectly imperfect. So I'll leave that with you. I'll leave that with you. Have a wonderfully imperfect day. <laughs> and I'll see you later. Doodles. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me in a review 
so I can keep the awesome stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come and soak up the extra inspiration by following me on facebook.com forward slash Claire Turner EFT or visiting my website at clairetourneft.com. And just so you're aware, I'm very greedy. Claire has everything in it, C-L-A-I-R-E. I appreciate you so much, and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the next episode. In the meantime, be awesome. <laughs>